to our diaspora community and the black Americans that take the bold step to come to the motherland and explore. We appreciate you, but we also need to talk because some of the things that you come and do on the African continent are not, are not great. They're not allowed. You're abusing our African hospitality. And I think that it's time we have a conversation. Hello there. How are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Indira Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. And I love coming on here and having conversations with you guys about black people, Africans, our empowerment and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. You can connect with me on social media at Indira Ganga or here on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Actually, it's called Ondero Oganga, where I profile Africa through people, politics and culture. Today's video, I don't want it to be long and I don't want you to take it the wrong way. I want you to approach it with a very open mind. As Africans, we love black Americans. We love people in the diaspora. Um, we respect who you are. We respect your roots. We respect your pain. We respect your culture. We, we want to immerse ourselves in it. We want to understand it, but we don't cosplay with it, right? And we give respect why it's used as an African thing. We have, we have deep respect for people who they are, where they come from, their culture, their tradition, the way they do their things. That's granted. And this is by no means a blanket generalization of every single person that has traveled the continent. If anything, I have seen people who've come here with, with so much respect and they left with a new, even deeper respect of who we are, the continent, their connection with the continent. But then there are like 13 people that come to the continent that are just on the other end of the scale, right? I'm going to start with a shooting. You know, during dirty December, there's always, everybody comes to Ghana, okay? There's Afrochella, there's, which is Afrofuture right now. There's Afro, what's the name of the elephant? There's so many festivals that happen there, right? And um, it's a great thing because it's beautiful for black people to have places where they can just convene and celebrate who they are, their culture, without having to look at their back. Now, clubs in Ghana, 8 p.m., they've opened, they're functioning. The next day, 8 a.m., the same people are still there partying because that's the kind of vibe that it gives you. Until I'm watching my friend's status because she was in Ghana and she says, I'm too old to be at a place where they're firing gunshots. Now, 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 now. What, what, what ratchet hood behaviors have you, have you brought to us? What, what form of disrespect is that? I'll tell you what. Guns could be a normalized thing in America. And I'm not saying that there are no guns in the streets of Africa, but it's very rare. You just don't, you just don't carry a gun for fun. You just don't, you just don't take it to where people are. Life is sacred. Life is, life is worthy living. And you don't do or carry anything that puts into jeopardy the wellness of your neighbor. We are our neighbor's keeper. But some way, somehow, now guns are making their way into our communities. Why is that? Your, is it the Fifth Amendment right or First Amendment right? It begins and ends in America. It begins and ends in America. Which part of that don't you understand that you are bringing 
and you're bringing it to a party. Ghana has worked very hard to have its peace, its stability, its security. It's so disrespectful to start altering the alchemy of this society. When you go to Rome, you do as the Romans do. If you had gone to the UK, you would not have done such a thing. Outside of that, I saw some sisters who were dancing in a very provocative way at the Cape Coast Castle. My sister grabbed a damn history book. Just or do a quick Google search. Then you'll understand that the Cape Coast Castle is not something to make fun of or to turn it into a lighthearted moment or to turn it into a viral moment. That's history. That's heavy history. That's painful history that should not be made a joke out of. There are so many parties that you could have gone to do this at, you know, and we, we, we are so happy for you to, to come to Ghana and feel free and want to have fun, but there's a time and a place for everything. There's a time and a place for everything. And it's so out of place to dress in that manner and go there and start dancing in the manner that these sisters were dancing. This is a place where people were held captive. They were chained for days, months, years as they, as they awaited to be shipped into the ocean, not knowing their fate. These are people who did not have food. They did not have toilets. They did not have hope. They had nothing. Do you know how indignifying that is? They were turned into animals and caged. And they knew that door was called the door of no return because once you go, your fate is sealed. Either you jump in the water in rebellion and sink and die or make your way and work in plantations where we both know how that narrative goes. Is it that history, proper history is not being taught? Or some people just lack empathy and social awareness. It's a bad taste. It's a bad look. It's a low ball. If it, if it wasn't black people, then okay, we can understand. You don't understand the weight, right? You don't understand the significance. And nobody forced you to go. You genuinely do not have to go. But to dishonor the weight of that place in that matter is not right. It genuinely is not right. And I need more of our people, particularly the diaspora community, when you're coming to Africa, a little bit of empathy. The same empathy and respect to show you, that's the same thing we're asking for. Um, how would it feel if somebody said a random thing about Coretta Scott King or Karen Tubman? How would that feel? You'll be like, you don't know our history. You don't know what she was. You do. Exactly. Extend our history, which is by extension your history, a little bit of respect. Dignify it a little. Slavery is not a small thing. It really is not. 
And while you might think you can afford tickets and come to Ghana and life school, baby, we're still shackled. 400 years later, oppression is still on our face. And if the very structures that symbolize oppression do not move you, do not awaken you, then as black people, we really have a long way to go. This video is by no means to offend the black community. If anything, we love you guys and we appreciate all the times that you come to the continent, not just for tourism, but just validating who we are as a people, your home and coming and interacting with us. I'll tell you what, I have a black American friend, John Blankson. He is the one who teaches me a lot about black history and black culture from an American point of view, because I want to understand, you know, I want to be compassionate when I talk to you guys, not just going by what the media says that these are the statistics, black young black men are in jail, black women are single mothers, you know, drugs. Black. No. And even if these things are happening, I have done my due diligence to understand all the great things that are happening in black communities, which are fantastic and ought to be celebrated. You know, and instead of going with what the traditional media just says, I talk to my friends and I ask them, okay, what is happening here? Why are black children struggling with education? And then he'll explain to me how black parents are making minimum wage and there's not enough money to get children into good schools or private tutoring. Black parents, because they're earning minimum wage, they have to work several jobs and they might not have ample time to be at home and parent their kids. And that's where the societal breakdown happens. And so when I see something is happening in a black community, I approach it with empathy because I've taken the time and I continue to educate myself. Um, I, I talk to Phil sometimes, he sends me material, Kellen sends me material to be able to understand. So when also the African diaspora is coming back to the motherland, please just take some time. Call me, text me, do a Google search, grab a book, just educate yourself a little so that these things can mean something to you just the way they mean something to us. Does that make sense? Let me know what you think in the comment section. Um, and again, I always say this is not, this, this videos are not, are not recorded with a tone of finality. They're meant to open a conversation because I think as the black community, we need to be open more. We need to have conversations more. We need to get on the same page. So that's why I always say comment down below. Let me know what you think. And I'll see you again in the next video. In the meantime, if you would like to connect with me on social media, the handle is at Ondiro Oganga, or you can come over to my YouTube channel. I actually have a YouTube channel where I profile Africa through people, politics, and culture. I'll see you again next time.